Welcome to Queen Talk with AJ. We are two magical black queens reflecting on experiences and the inexperienced. I'm Jordan. I'm Ayana. And we're your favorite cousins. Period. Guys, with another episode. Yes, and I was so excited, okay? Like, welcome. Oh, (laughs) you know, I got an introduction. Welcome back to another episode of Queen Talk with AJ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is what happens when we get together after. Because we haven't did an episode in what, two weeks? It's been, yeah, it's been two long weeks, man. I really miss potting. But we don't be potting. I really do miss it. Bruh, but life be happening. It do. It's like fast. Life comes at you fast. Very. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like for real. So have you been, girl? What's the tea? Oh, let me think. I don't even have any tea. Life has been good. I've been working my ass off, honestly. Always. Yeah, always working. I'm like sick of it. (laughs) Is it time to retire yet? I'm Um, tired. (laughs) (laughs) We're literally at the beginning. I'm sorry, I haven't even been in my career field for a year. You know what? I don't have to say that because you know we can become rich at any time. Like you, wow, yeah, that part manifest absolutely. <laughs> so, so I yeah, so like I've just been working and like I don't know. That's really all I've been doing. I haven't done anything. I went to North Carolina this week, past weekend, celebrated my cousin's best friend's birthday. We was up. Lit. Yeah, that was fun. Um, that's all I've really been doing. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. I'm just surviving. 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 Yeah. I have been tested week after week, and we're just... You still on top, though. Every every time you get tested. (laughs) My, my, my. (laughs) I'm just trying to say... (laughs) You do be saying that sometimes. (laughs) Swear to you, I'm going to have everybody saying bye, bye, bye. Yes. I don't even know where I got that from. I don't, yeah, Maybe I it was Johnny Gill. birthday coming up next week y'all oh and we going up okay i'm so excited as of tomorrow excited? as of now really we are already we, up. we're already up yeah guys we, yeah we posted to our story so you guys if you people in our story you already know what what's going on yeah, really absolutely and <sighs> yes yeah i'm about to be 25 again yeah and how many yeah. times have you been 25 because <clears throat> you're still young this is just my second time. Oh, okay. This is my second or third time. Yeah. So how are you really turning? Mm. Not 25. <laughs> I'm going to be 28, guys. Dang. Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. 28 is <laughs> such a bright age. Is it? What happened to you use 28? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, do you feel like it was a good year? Because you know, some people <clears throat> say like certain years are like. Mm. Actually, 28 was year 2020. So to start the year off, I had a party that was cool, 
And then we fell into COVID twenty, not twenty twenty. COVID nineteen. Yeah, I, I was slumped. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you fell asleep we, before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought we were turned up, but apparently I was turned down. I think that you just got so turned up. <laughs> yeah, that it, I know what it was. Yeah, it sent me yeah, straight we know, to sleep. We know exactly what it was. It yeah. sent me straight to sleep. Y'all don't do that for your birthday. Like, do <laughs> not. Do you gotta balance. You gotta you find do. a balance between like your extracurricular activities, or else you really will be slumped. Like, for real. Yeah, you really gotta find that. Balance. And everybody will push you to do like everything way too much. Yeah, just because it's your birthday. And then, <laughs> yeah, you tired. Don't. No, yeah, you might have to take a few water shots. Yeah, you know, I actually learned something this weekend. I really gotta chase every shot with water. I'm not playing. Shot, take a shot of water. Shot, uh, take a uh, shot of water. Yes, I do. Isn't that cheating, <laughs> girl? <laughs> you know, when you turn, when water? you gotta turn thirty, you really gotta chase your shots with water because <laughs> like, you gotta wake up at the, the next I would morning. Never. Chase you gotta my wake shots up. With water. The ne- wow. When you turn. Now 30, I will say, I have to tell you a secret. Oh wow. Okay. One of your parties. Oh my gosh, she was taking water shots. We were taking so many shots, Yams. I was like, I'm about to take a water shot. Bruh. <laughs> Me and Carol took water shots. Both of y'all niggas. We were like in crime on the party scene. Bruh, we we were we, but, but you know, bruh, like we wow. just, I probably took a real one and I, <laughs> wow, that's why I need to take shots of water now. No, but sometimes it be getting out of pocket and it's like, look, bruh, if I take another shot, I'm going to be on the floor. Yeah. No, there's actually like a method to it. Like you take a shot and you take, I mean, you can say like two or three and then like you need to take some water just to balance it out for real. So like my yeah. stomach be hurting sometimes when I drink too I'd be many scared shots. that I'm going to like. Just like when you pee and you break the seal. Oh, you feel that's like how I feel about with water. It is not. If you're taking five shots and you take shots of water behind it, you still gonna be drunk. Dang. You just okay. not gonna be like your stomach's not gonna hurt. You're not gonna feel that sick feeling you feel when you feel drunk. Oh. You just gonna oh, feel shit. good as hell, girl. I need a water shot. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, we have had. Well, we only had three nice little tester shots. Tester. Wow. <laughs> tester the test shots. is being tested. <laughs> So, pass. We on one. Right. Yeah. So, that's our recap for, like... For Y'all know. Week. We just... We out here. Yeah. Y'all know what's going on. It, it's been busy. It's, it's when something busy. really pop off, y'all gonna know. Y'all Trust really me. gonna know. You yeah. won't even have to hear an update. <laughs> You'll see. Oh, my God. So, okay. So, y'all, we got a little agenda or whatever. Y'all. So, <laughs> first up, niggas don't wash they ass. Uh, I so literally. What's, what's what you, how you feeling about that? What what happened? <clears throat> I my cousin showed me a video on TikTok. Oh. So my cousin showed me this video on TikTok, and this girl was going around asking guys like, "Did they wash their butts?" <laughs> it, it, they were in high school. Oh. And something was like, I mean, no, like that's gay. And they were like, it was just weird. And I just was so dumbfounded. Why like, is it gay that you wash your ass? I don't know. Niggas are weird. <laughs> I think that takes it too far because at this point, this is a hygiene, hygiene. issue. Hygiene. Like, this is your own booty crack. Like, you so worried Ooh. about the other man that you're not going to make sure you good? You better get yeah. a whole, like, <laughs> I don't know. What are you getting? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I wait, just, what I are you getting? There's some type of, some type of compact nasty infection Ew. something 
I just imagine that like people are okay. So let's talk about like sex. So <laughs> when people get their ass ate, or some men like their ass ate. So I'm just like, how are you getting your ass ate and you're not washing your ass? Oh. And see, if you're not careful, sometimes that's men, why I would never. That's why I would never participate. I think because <laughs> I know that I just don't get up in there like we do, bro. Ain't no so, way my I my tongue, my, my mouth, not is my good tongue. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I think men are, are used to having just kind of like appendages. They're not used to like we have a, a nook and cranny. So we're like used to cleaning a nook and cranny. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, we know how to. And get me, all I mean, they have there. a nook and cranny, but they don't clean it the way we clean our original yeah. looking cream. They barely wash their hands after they Yeah. Pee. So it's just like, I think they're used to having appendages kind of. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of like a maturity thing too. Because I'm like, grown ass men gotta be washing their ass. Or maybe not. Shit. I don't know. I hope that when <laughs> you realize it's an ass with shit coming out and you say you consciously wipe it good. I gotta get up in there, bro. Just straight oh, up. Oh, man. I mean, honestly, every time I poo, I use a wipe, a baby wipe. Yeah. Because I got to have something that makes me feel like <laughs> I really got The little dry it. wipe don't be enough. That's going to be... F- <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to really get into it. I'm, I'm not still dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, bro. I don't care no. if I don't see anything anymore. I'm still dirty. Yeah. Like, I got to... And I'm sorry, bro. You really got to do it. You got to do a peep check. I don't care what nobody say how gross that is. You got to peep it. What you how mean? How do you know if you... You be spreading your cheeks in front of the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking, <laughs> I'm asking if you said peep check. I'm like, what is no. a peep check? Do you just be like, with a tissue, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. If you just wiping it, and, and if you just wiping and swiping. Aimlessly <laughs> wiping. Wow. With no goal in sight. <laughs> you don't know which side to get. Yeah, you or no, you gotta you gotta do a peep check. I don't care. You more than saw. likely about to ruin some drawers. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, they need to be. Yeah, I just find it really interesting though that there's such homophobia that people are not like washing their own behind. Like that's crazy to me. Like yeah, that that is strange. I mean, I've taken what? I've taken a shower with a guy. I don't recall him getting up in there. But I don't know if that's just because it was in front of me or maybe he did it while I was turned. Like, I, mean, I don't know. So I'm just like, wow, I really... But honestly, if we're at the point of, like, showers, he should be able to wash his ass in Yeah, it's not gonna... I, ain't gonna be I like, better see you. I'm leaving you. Honestly, I better see you get in there or I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, um... Did you get that? <laughs> we need to have a, a serious talk. No, I'm just about, um, did you get that? <laughs> you need to get that. Yeah, like, don't forget. Like, I'm gonna say something. I've had to say something. Or not that I had to say something, but like, yeah. I've said something before, like, oh, don't forget. Like, I don't know, maybe. You had to tell them don't forget. I'm not that. saying that. I, <laughs> I don't want to make this all bad. Not that I had to right, tell like, them. But man. I was just like, I didn't see it. And I need, I need to feast my eyes from the prize. So I needed <laughs> to see you do it. If I don't see you, I'm like, don't forget. Like, but I think it was more <laughs> of like a. Like, men really be shy to, like, touch their butt and stuff. I mean, I, I don't know why. Like, we're human beings. Like, we all shit. Like, we all got to clean it. We know what's going on. Like, I would rather you do it than to be so homophobic that, like, you're really saying, like, it's weird. Like, I'm not even going to be nigga with you. I know some girls are. And, you know, some 
They're not eating it like it's groceries. <laughs> They're eating it like it's sewage. <laughs> Ooh, nasty. <laughs> just like, I just got so disgusted with the witch part of the sewage. Yeah. I mean. I'm good on that. Moral of the story is, is that everyone should be washing their every, everything. Yeah. And I'm also heard that people don't wash their feet. That they just feel like because the soap <laughs> eventually goes I'm down. I'm cracking up. Like, washing your feet is very important because after a while you start to smell if you're not washing them every day. I, like you can tell. I wonder right? if that's what makes people's toes go black. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the same. No, I'm saying oh, like whose toes are going black? I never. <laughs> not the actual skin. I'd be like the oh. toenail. Oh. I mean, like, I wonder if, like... You know, there's, like, a toenail fungus that, like, sometimes saying. causes... No, but not from dirty feet. Oh. It's just, like... <laughs> it's just, like, a thing. Hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> you learn something new every day? Every <laughs> single day. That's very interesting. Oh, my God. So, okay, guys. So, we... This is kind of random, but I'm just going to throw it out there. <clears throat> <laughs> we went from washing ass so to something kind of serious oh. so i was listening to a podcast I, i'm sorry i really cannot remember the name of the podcast but i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how um their man like one of the girls was mentioning how their man was um like kind of depressed and she was just mentioning how he was depressed and how <laughs> she was like like he was basically bringing down her morale and, like, she would try to help him and bring him out of it. But, like, he was not, like, coming out of it. Mm. And, girl, basically, they broke up. Like, he was, like, she said, she told him that he couldn't, that she couldn't deal with it no more. She broke up, blah, blah, blah. So, this, to me, poses the question, like, how do you deal with depression <clears throat> in a relationship? <laughs> like, if, to the, if it's to the point where they're, like, bringing down your morale, like, you're trying to get them out of it, but they're not really, like, trying to help themselves. They're just kind of wallowing. And it, because what, like, the thing with me is I feel like when you're in a relationship, you're supposed to stick through some stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or even, like, in a marriage. Like, in a marriage, I really can't just break up with I can't just divorce you because yeah. you, you, you're you depressed. Died or you lost your job. Yeah, like yeah. I'm supposed to stick with you, right? <clears throat> but what if you're really causing me to feel unhealthy? Like, my mental health is at, is at risk at that point. Like, how long do you stick it out for? How do you deal with depression in a relationship? Wow. I will say that I feel like I have been depressed in a relationship. Mm. And I feel like it ended up causing the breakup because I was at a point where, like, Things were not changing, and I was like, uh, "There was nowhere else." This to is go. affecting me so yeah. much. Like, this is also affecting our relationship because I can't really pour positivity to it and happiness if, yeah. like, I'm not being if this isn't being addressed, and I feel unfulfilled in this area. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I feel like a conversation has to be had. Absolutely. A very serious conversation, a I'm worried about you conversation, a mm-hmm. let's be real, like we need to address this conversation. And <clears throat> I think me me personally in a relationship, I think I would be like, Okay, how can I how can we move forward? What what do I need to do? How can we mm-hmm. help you get out of this? And mm-hmm. just kind of be encouraging because yeah. I think sometimes I know for me, like things happen so 
sometimes it's just like, oh my God, like you're freaking out. Yeah. Or you're just feeling so heavy about a situation. Mm-hmm. It takes for somebody to kind of tell you like, like okay, or I've been in something. It. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And I don't know that that's always a deal. Like, like I said, if you've had, if you experienced something that's so final, like a death or yeah. um, losing a job or something, like mm. that can be devastating. Yeah. And so, um, for me, I think it just comes to knowing your partner and being able to address it in a way that is supportive. Right. I really that's a, that's I a good that's a, that's that. a good start. That's a good yeah. a good way to deal with it. I think the start that's what I was trying to say. I think the start for me would be talking to them first before I feel like it's affecting our relationship. I'm gonna feel like it's affecting you in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm definitely gonna be like, okay, let's talk. What's going on with you? Like, why are you feeling this way? But I felt depression in a relationship for my partner before, Ooh. and that is heavy. That is very heavy. You felt kind of like helpless? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to... But it was heavy because it was affecting our relationship and the person was not saying why. Like, there was no reason. And sometimes depression works like that. You cannot explain it. So I'm not faulting them at all. But it's just like, they were dealing with things themselves and it had nothing to do with me. So I think sometimes you, when, when our partners deal with depression or other things, like, it's not anything that we can do. And it's not anything that we did to cause it. That's real, too. You know? There's something so that you it's have like, to It's just yeah, something they have to address. work through on their own. Yeah. And if you come to a point where it's really beating you down, like, it's really bothering you, then you need to, might need to let the situation go. For a minute. And I don't know if that means maybe I'm not a writer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but... For me, it's heavy. Like, I overthink and I'm thinking about all the scenarios and I'm worried and I'm like, okay, what can I do? And it's just like, bruh. And it's not like I don't want to help you and it's not like I don't want to stick it out, but it's like, yeah. I have to worry about myself as well. Or we both can yeah. be too depressed, like, sick motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's not good. And I think, I mean, the goal for, for most people is definitely to be there. And, um, you know, just try to get that person out out of it and definitely want their partner to know that they're loyal and they're willing to. But I think if that person is not taking the steps to do it for themselves, you know, to, yeah, Mm -hmm. to look out for themselves and come out of it, Mm -hmm. then it makes it harder. Like, cause I can't push you to fight. Like you have to want that. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it comes down to. Especially if it's something personal. It's something, do you want to fight for yourself to get out of this? Yeah. This is not something that I can help you with. Yeah. So it's kind of like. I'll be like, you know, babe, like, let's go to therapy. Like, let's talk to somebody. Like, or, because what if that person doesn't want to open up to you? I got, what if, yeah. I got a question about therapy. We we can keep talking, but yeah. I want to go back to therapy because I, oh my God, please let me forget. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I, because sometimes I feel like, um. It's, it can be frustrating because I know that I've been in positions where it's like I'm really trying to get through to a person, but I like my partner, but also they're kind of shutting down because they have so much going on. They're not really able to verbally communicate what's going on with them. So it's like, okay, maybe you need to talk to somebody that is like, you know, it's just like not that doesn't know you, that's unbiased, and that is not like. Oh, are you okay? Like maybe you just yeah. need, or maybe you need somebody that's like really straightforward, oh, like, and that's not yeah. giving you all that empathy. It doesn't feel bad for you because some people don't like that. They don't want yeah. anyone to feel bad for them. Yeah, so that's true. 
That's true. I don't know, man. That's that's really a t- it's really a it's tough, tough question. I think it's really, really situation based. The, yeah, it really depends on the people and the situation. That's but it has to be addressed. I don't think you can just be like, oh, like frustrated. Or just like, deal oh. with it. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, you have to that's not gonna it. work. And you can try to do your own thing, like encourage the person, help them. But when it comes down to that, and they're not receiving that, then you got to find a y'all have to find another way to get around it. I think there is a good idea. I'd probably be praying too because (laughs) that somebody or something could speak to them if I'm not able to. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely (laughs) pray for my partners. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I I, I like the idea that you brought up about therapy, which actually brings me to my next question. Uh oh. So therapy. I had a friend tell me recently. So. I don't know if I I don't know if I brought this up or not that I was like dealing with like a breakup. Mm. On I don't know if I brought it. Jordan know, but anyway, <laughs> so y'all know. Well, she knows. I was dealing with I'm dealing with a breakup or whatever, and I was telling a friend about the situation, and she mentioned to me therapy, mm. like couples therapy, so. couples therapy for y'all. Yeah, and instead of breaking like, up. Or not necessarily instead of breaking up, but kind of to address the situation Ooh. and then like see if it wasn't one situation. It was, you know, if it's like something y'all where y'all can move forward yeah, or if it just or needs to be if dead. you just need to cut it out. Yeah. That's interesting. And I'm not sure if <clears throat> I've actually been thinking about it because I'm like, I don't know if therapy, I guess I feel like therapy is reserved for married couples. That's how I feel. Well, there are people that take it like premarital too. I mean, so you may still. And that's what she said. Mm -hmm. She said, well, if you are really thinking about marrying this person and he's thinking about marrying you, then that is premarital counseling. But not the way that I thought that it would be. Like we're engaged and we're taking premarital counseling. I see what you're saying. That's you know what I'm saying? So I just always thought that counseling was for like married couples. I didn't think that couples That's because right. I feel like if I need count, if we need counseling, not saying counseling is a bad thing for couples by any means. Because I feel like even if I don't have issues before I marry somebody, I want premarital counseling. So I don't think that counseling is like a negative thing at all. I just mm-hmm. feel like if I need relationship counseling due to various situations already i feel like why don't i just let it go yeah i mean i think my thing is just it depends on what the issues are at hand if it's if if it's like foundational like differences where like you guys have different like moral characters or like standards or beliefs that are foundational to you know like who you are and like how you raise your children what you believe in then I think that that wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be necessary to go to therapy because it's just a pure like incompatibility issue. Yeah. But if it's things of like miscommunication or maybe understanding where it's like okay. Yeah. I'm saying my part. He's saying my part. I think we both understand each other, but somewhere there's like a disconnect. Some, yeah, there's something that's not right. like crossing over to each other where there's some understanding. Right. At that point, I would I would say okay, maybe we go to counseling. Okay. So I think it just depends on. Yeah. The scenario I, at hand and how yeah. deep it is. Because some stuff is like, okay, you think that I'm supposed to do this? Yeah. That's not yeah, good. That's so let's just different. Like, yeah. I'm not the girl for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do I do think they're like, after thinking about it and what she's telling me and then even you saying, like, there's some situations where it's like, okay, let's let's try to work. Let's try to talk through this. So mm. That's Bro, interesting. I was really thinking about that the other day. I was like, damn, Really? But then another thing was, she was like, if you don't want counseling together, maybe the best option would be counseling for yourself. 
Yeah. And that's a valid point. And I was like, wow. And it's like, not that I never thought about counseling for myself, but I felt like, well, I'm not going through anything right now. So what am I going to talk to them about? But it's not about that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I probably need to heal from for my youth that I've never addressed that they may trigger. And then I'm working, I'm healing through that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I had to switch my like thinking a little bit because it's not about our current situation. It's just yeah. talking and like, like talking and venting just verbally is like good. It feels good. Have you ever been thinking out a scenario and then you say something to yourself and you're like, Oh shit! Like, and you kind of connect your own dots. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what a therapist can help you do quicker. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can definitely agree that that is something. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'm actually really considering therapy. Have you ever heard of Skin Deep? The makeup? No. Skin Deep is it's like on it's it's on YouTube, but they also have like cards. Oh no! No. no. Okay, so basically. It can be any type of relationship. It can be best friends. It can be mother-daughter. It could be old partners. Mm-hmm. It could be current partners. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they have cards and there are questions that are just intimate. Mm-hmm. And they just they just answer them like right there on the spot. So mm-hmm. I was watching one today and it was two exes that, that dated. And they just address things that happened in their relationship and like, you know, do you still have feelings for me? You know, or like if there was anything you could change that happened between us, you know, and it kind of just like breaks the barrier. Yeah. And I don't know, that's making me think about it because I feel, I definitely feel like, um, there are so many un, like unfinished relationships or mm. like conversations that never happened. Yeah between people in 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 all kind of relationships that if they just simply happen so like yeah so much could be resolved just through simple communication communication really communication and understanding is key yeah because you got to be willing like yeah you can tell me and i can tell you but if Mm -hmm. i'm not receiving it even if I don't agree, if I'm, cause I feel like people misunderstand a little bit. Like it's like, I have to agree to understand. No, you don't. Yeah. You need to agree to disagree, but understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Like respect so my choose. views. Yeah. Right. But choose to I don't agree, it. but I'm still right. going to respect your boundary. Right. I'm still going to respect you as a person. Right. Cause I'm, I'm understanding you better when mm-hmm. I do that. And I'm mm-hmm. understanding the situation better. But I think a lot of people fail to kind of like try to understand where the other person is coming from Dang. to truly understand that's i feel like that's that's where we'll be going wrong that's crazy yeah definitely the baby that's i was crying oh, i was like oh my god this nigga just kidding me bruh it's gonna go all the way go all further further down so <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of therapy, there are people that (laughs) are in the limelight and that are, it kind of brings up the wound of people that just have trouble admitting that they're wrong and are so prideful that they're not willing to just simply say, I'm sorry in a genuine way. And we are seeing this with none other than debate. Yeah. (laughs) First off, this whole scenario, I didn't think it was going to go this big. I didn't think it was going to be either. this big. I didn't either. They are Ooh. really going in on him. 
And he's really been canceled a little bit. A little? A lot. <laughs> a lot of it. I mean, when you get start when you start getting dropped from actual festivals and like losing money, you really been canceled. Like for yeah. real. Like there ain't no little bit. When Elton it. John when people that are so unproblematic but so essential to culture. Yeah. Whether you know I mean Elton, Madonna stepped in. Madonna, Elton, Elton John, Questlove. He really fucked up. <laughs> Bro. Y'all, he really screwed this up when he no... tried to come for Quest Love. Yeah. Like, baby boy, your money cannot buy Quest Love. Because I feel like the baby has like a thing with like he his arrogant. money. I think it has to do with his money too, though. And I feel But like his money is not as long as he thinks it exactly. is. Exactly. And I think he feels like his be. money can kind of like save him a little bit. But baby, you lost. You know, the thing was that I forgot was he didn't really plan on being a rapper that long. I think he knows that he is not like really interested in rapping. I think he really just likes the money. There are people like that. Cardi B is like that. Oh, that's you know? so she did. And so I remember him saying like he was just gonna like retire after a certain point. Like he didn't want to just keep going. Like rapping mm-hmm. is not like his passion. He's not a Drake mm-hmm. or a Kendrick or a J. Cole like that. He's not really wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. So when he said, you know, I, w- I was, this was going to be my last album. Like, oh, I, I, thought, didn't I was, was going to retire. Well, he didn't say this, this current thing. But I think he was just saying, like, soon he was going to end. Mm-hmm. Like, just rapping. And he was like, but I guess it came earlier than I thought. <gasps> now it's time for me to be an icon. I was like, wait a minute. I you, you came for the the people, the part, the, you came for icons. So you cannot be an icon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you can cover icons and be an icon, but it's very rare. He was that not that's an icon happen. before he started coming for icons. An icon? You really? He's so, co- so He's cocky. very cocky. You know what, girl? I be in the car, and you know my playlist long with the baby songs because that was my that was my yeah. You really? Long. You were a fan, Bruh, My playlist is so long that I really be sl- skipping songs back to back because it's the baby. Damn. I get to the point where I be so upset and I'm just like, oh my God, I got to cancel this man. I be skipping the songs. But it was the other day I got a confession. I didn't skip the song. <laughs> what song was it? I think it's called Ball If You Want To. Or that's what they say in the chorus. He be like, bitch, it's not even my birthday, but I can ball if I want to. Something, something, something. Oh, I, I know what song you're talking Girl, about. Girl, that's my j- Woo! <laughs> Like literally to me, the baby doesn't really add anything artistically to rap. Like Ooh. I, I don't, I don't, I. He's not on any of my playlists. None of his songs are my favorite. Girl, I can honestly say that. I do love Cash Shit and I love um. What's is that the one? The other yeah. song he has with Meg, but it's like it's more so Meg than him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I'm really good. Same with Tori. Like, it's just, it's really nothing. Oh, Tori. I don't got nothing on Tori. Like, I literally cannot name one Tori song. Period. Right now. If you ask me, name a Tori (laughs) song. Um. (laughs) I do not know any. For real. Yeah. I, I am dumbfounded. But, but my thing is, honestly, it's crazy that it took for this whole scenario to happen because really the baby should have been canceled a long time ago. Cause he was doing when a lot he of punched that lady up. in the face yes. because he thought she had her like bald mite in his face and it was a, he punched yes. the wrong person. That's so rude, bro. <sighs> That's so rude. But also, like he kicked the lady in the face too. He's 
violent. Girl, there was this rumor going around that he was a a murderer too. Yeah, that he killed somebody that he in killed Walmart. Somebody in the store. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. The fam- the family the came family forward. Spoke out. They said that you know he was kind of like a like a popular artist, like mm-hmm. low key in in like the area. Local. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a local artist. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna say. And you know, so you know, it was it was like I think they were family. They went over, tried to talk to him. I guess he wasn't really going for it, and you know, a little, a little skedaddle yeah, scuffle scuffle started to happen. <laughs> and the guy that he ended up killing was trying to defuse the situation, but ended up getting like Killed. shot. Oh and the baby ended up telling the court, of course, that he was wrong. It was self defense or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the family came forward recently. It was like you know, That's y'all want to cancel him now, but honestly, here's some other tea. <laughs> wow. So, I don't know. I just the way that he handled Meg at um, Rolling Loud, Ooh. bringing out Tori. You know, playing there's playing the song he had with her, and then bringing out Tori right after as a surprise guest Is that was messy? really uncomfortable. Was it just the lineup? Could it have possibly like if I want to play devil's advocate? Could it have just been the lineup? This happened. Just, Did he make the lineup? Meg had already got into it with him about working with Tori. Party oh, got into right, it with him right, on top of right. that. He was like, "Look, baby, it's business. Like just being real nonchalant, like he always does." Come on now. Then you do that. I think it was very strategic. He's starting to burn bridges. That's and Tori not even supposed to be near Meg. Like, he's not even supposed to be within so many feet of her. So, him being at, you know, the event was it's tricky. Yeah, I mean, he almost got in trouble if he didn't. Like, they had to investigate the situation. Like, because, you know, did you, like, go against your order by being there at this concert? Because, technically, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So I mean, to me, the baby doesn't respect women. You see what I do. When Danny Lay was getting bashed, he really wasn't vocal. He did not say that for her. Uh, He still ain't confirmed. That's his baby. Right. Uh, Like to me, the character is flawed. (laughs) Baby mama was holding him down. Like, listen, you chocolate with dimples, but that's not enough. Like I'm just telling you right now, like that's not enough. He's not that fine. These little braids. Oh, he losing me. That's why I really, unfortunately, little. That is why I'm really like, bro. You, you can go. <laughs> you can go now. You know how fun as you was. It's, it's easier to say no now. That's what I, it is. I, you know how niggas be so fine that you just be like, oh, okay, hell no. But then now, oh, I do. Even with, even <laughs> with Chris Brown, and then now you be like. Ugh. Listen, Chris Brown's still fine. <laughs> exactly. He's but, but, too fine. But Chris, okay. Hmm. Let's get into it. Let's just say, but, <laughs> but but let's address that Chris did. He did call the baby out. I was like, look, yeah, perform your song and get off stage. and get off stage nigga. and get off stage. You doing all this now, Chris Brown? Of all people, the baby is not that talented. I don't know who he thinks he is. He and, and that's true. He's really not that talented. He's only been out like a year. It's or the two. vibes he brings when he does shows. Well, he didn't do a show for us, so I just want to be clear. The baby showed up to North Carolina. Did not show up. Why to North did he Carolina. have to mention HIV? Why do you have to? Why like it was so unnecessary to us? I've I've never seen a rapper do that. I've, I've been to many concerts. It, it was so irrelevant. Like like let's just start with that. Like it, it was so irrelevant. It was it was definitely tactful that he even mentioned the whole scenario. You know I still haven't seen the video. It's all over shape. You haven't seen the clip. Mm-mm. How? 
You're on Twitter, Instagram, how? Oh, I'm surprised. I'm only on Instagram. I'm not even on Twitter or TikTok. Girl, I mean, it's not worth seeing, but I mean, he's he basically is just like, yeah. And, you know, if you ain't, you ain't giving no niggas head in the party. Like, it was very specific and uncomfortable to hear, like. Oh. Are we here to have a good time? Somebody? somebody thinks, people do speculate that he was trying to talk about somebody. But what you put out comes back, bruh. <laughs> like, straight up. Taking his money, honey. So... We've been talking about cancel culture, but and like we 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 literally been just talking about this. Yeah, some things though are just you can't cross you cross you the line. Yeah, and you know people been going hard for just protecting minority communities like LGBT. Everybody's yeah. protecting black people. Like you cannot say certain things now. Like. Not that it was okay before, but now you really yeah. There was a lot that. of things out of pocket when we were growing up. Like oh, even yeah. when I look at movies and stuff oh, sometimes yeah. or shows, I'm like, oh wow, like that was really stereotypical. That's really racist. I would have never thought. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> and now, yeah, I just, I just feel like he just needed all he, all he needed to do was to humble himself and apologize. I definitely never thought he was a humble nigga. I actually read somebody's response to this and they were like, you know, y'all are comparing this to, you know, oh, because, you know, academics has said something along the lines of these festivals allowing people to talk about violence and murder and Mm. sex and it's not a problem. But the difference is, is that he basically was saying the difference is, is that the LGBTQ community has placed a standard and a boundary where they have said this is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And that if we as black people say, hey, this is not acceptable for you to be up on stage saying an N-word or talking about this, then it won't be okay. Yeah. But until we make that standard... Then it's going, they're going to keep crossing that line. And, there and is what no can line. I say to that? What can I Nothing. say to that? Those are straight facts. I think that that was... Spot beautifully on. said yeah absolutely that, that goes back to how like even like when white people say the n-word why do they want to say it i'm tired of that shit bro <laughs> like but it, yeah, it i feel like that's me. a valid argument why do you want to say the n-word bit. not saying that they should say it ever by any means but i just mean to the point of if they feel they feel so inclined because we are like oh it's so cool to say you know doja cat has a okay First off, Doja Cat's new album is so fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, oh. I, I know Sis was semi-canceled uh, last summer. I was summer. just about to say, I think she was only semi-canceled. But, like, I still don't know she's hella talented. Let's just put that out there. Okay. But she has a song called Ain't Shit. Mm-hmm. But literally the whole song, she's saying the N-word. And I feel like a, she has a big audience of white people. And I'm just thinking, like, when she goes to performs, if she has a concert for this album... She probably can't perform that song. She's going to be... All these white people are going to be singing it. Like, like I, I'm just, like, wondering, like, was she consciously... Sometimes I feel like people that are mixed or multiracial, like... There's kind of like this like fence that they're able to ride and it's like, oh, I'm white. Oh, I'm black. And they're able to kind of go back and forth. But when you have an audience that is so like predominantly like one culture, I like, I I feel uncomfortable about it. I'm not going to lie. Do you feel like it's okay for multiracial people to, to ride the fence or should they pick a side? Oh, Cause I can't I say that that's my place because I don't know what that's like. You know, you come to the world, your mom's white, your dad's black. Yeah, that's just that's just your truth. 
Yeah. But I, I feel, I definitely feel like with a part of you being black, there's just a necessary consciousness that you would need to have because it is a part of you. Yeah. I, I don't like when people negate a whole part of them. Yeah. Especially when it's an oppressed side. Yeah. Like it's 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 almost like are you racist against who you are? Yeah. But they just lean towards the side that's easiest for them. Sometimes that's though that's how they're I raised. That's true too. If you're multi if but, you're multiracial and then you're raised with predominantly white people. Yeah. There's gonna be some things that I mean you're you're just not gonna be taught. Maybe I mean, even down to dealing with your hair, like Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Definitely, I've seen a lot. It's not, I want to talk about hair real quick. Oh shoot! <laughs> I've seen not a again. lot of like. <laughs> I'm trying not to say the wrong thing, but <laughs> multiracial people who have not been taught how to deal with their hair, and their hair is more on the coarse side. Like they do not know how to, like they don't that. know how to deal with their hair. I had a cousin they, like that. They were not taught. They were not raised to yeah. do their hair that that way. Like they don't know. Their mom maybe just kept it in braids all the time, or maybe their mom just always straightened it. I actually heard about a girl through family who uh, my aunt had did their hair, and they had kept it in that style for six months. <laughs> they just put a headband on it. Because they don't know how to do their hair. And I was like, why did they just come to our, like, why did they just come to my aunt, like, and say, hey, I need it redone? Because to me, even if you are, even if you are completely ignorant, we live in an age where there's so much information. I went on YouTube and found out how to do my hair. Like, my mom didn't teach me how to deal with my natural hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I grew up in a perm era, but I, I learned how to do it. So, I don't really understand that anymore. Did they... Even if you are, you can literally type in, hey, I need to find out what my hair texture is. You're like, it's just not hard in this day and age. I'm sorry. So Back why, in the day, maybe. But why would they want to keep their hair like that? I don't think they wanted to. I think that they just were like, hey, like, this works. And I'm just going to put this headband on. So they wore a headband. Was it braids? I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not you laughing, sis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, what do you do, though? I'm so sorry. I was like, dang, six months of one style. <laughs> I'm already time keeping one style for two months. Like, these brains I'm ready to take about. Uh, but we're going to set the winner next week. In. So I'm just going to get the edges redone, bro. But I'm, I'm still here with this style, honestly. And it's not what you wanted originally, but I just exactly that's probably what it is. Yeah, y'all, y'all know, I, y'all know that's not what I wanted because y'all already, I already if you went don't in. Know, please listen to the prior episode for the rant. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Oh my god. Anyways, no. we went on a whole rant about that, but yeah, this this is this is wild. commercial break um sis are you following us are you following mm. us on instagram mm. follow us at queen talk with aj and email us you got any questions concerns cool topics definitely email us at let's queen waj at gmail.com 
Thank you. Okay, so we've been talking about race and, you know, how you identify to the world in that. So, so, okay, so, so yeah, I was recently posed the question of when did you realize your blackness or when did you come into your blackness? Like, when did you feel like it was okay to be black in the spaces that you were in? And I feel like this is not an easy question to answer. Absolutely. For not. me personally. Because I feel like <clears throat> one, I feel like I'm still coming into my blackness. I've always felt proud to be black, like always, but I didn't feel like because since I don't identify with a lot of stuff that like my peers identify with as being black. Like Can you give an example? I just of what I'm that I'm is? trying to think of like an example, like like even like simple conversations like if we like me and Jordan were just talking about one of the park or like Martin or like all the old shows like all that kind of stuff it's like I can't really identify with I like I remember those things and I feel like I watched them but I feel like I didn't have the same like response I, to it yeah like and also like my parents yeah my parents are black like blackity black yeah but not in the way that. I wasn't like dipped in black when I was young. Do you, do you know what I mean when mm. I say that? Like I was not like I was I was taught to that I was black. I was taught that I was like um that I should be proud to be black and I was taught black history, but still only to a certain extent, but I was not like dipped in black. Yeah. And I want to be dipped in black. Sometimes I feel like or I felt like I couldn't identify because I needed to know more about being black. But coming into your blackness for oh, me, what I'm really realizing is this that is it is it's my journey into how I feel about being black. Yeah. So it's like if I don't know those things or do whatever everybody else does, like that's okay. I still can identify as black. And I feel like that's what blackness is. We're all very different. We're all very different shades. We all grew up very different. But... We all have different journeys. and But the thing that we can come together is that we are black and we are still like, there's still unity in that. And that's how I feel like I can identify with like my blackness. Like there's still unity in that. And it's like, what I also enjoy is that with blackness, it's not too late to like come into my blackness. Like, I don't feel like I'm too late. I used to feel like I'm too late. I missed it. I can't identify. Like, yeah, I identify as black, but oh, I'm not the same as everybody else. But, and I used to be afraid to like actually ask questions like about like certain like people in history, in our black history. Like I used to be scared to ask questions. I used to be like, oh, "Oh, what was this? Like, I don't know if I told you. I told you about Juneteenth. Yeah. Like how I like yeah, you told was us, trying you to ask. Oh party. yeah, I sure did. Yeah, I was trying to ask that like question and I was just like kind of shamed for it. And so I feel like That's a lot weird. of times like Honestly. I before I was afraid to ask questions because I was like, Oh, they're gonna be like, Why you don't know that? Or oh, you didn't watch that when you were younger, or you didn't do that, and it's like I feel like now it's like, Well, no, I didn't, but okay, just inform me now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm able to even do my own research, obviously, now. Like, so, it's, I feel like it's really a journey. And it's like, 
Yeah, I just, I really would, what I really would like is to come back to this question in like three years. Mm. And see like where I am. It is. I I think that comes from, from how we are presented in this country from the beginning, the foundation Mm -hmm. of of us um, as black people. You know, we don't really know where we come from. It's not like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're like of um, some type of African descent or. You know, like you know, like you have a country that your family is from, yeah. a culture that your family is from. When you're when you're just black in America, it's, it's it is kind of like a, um, it's just it's just kind of like a vague knowing of of who you are, and and you see the culture on TV, you see the people around you, mm-hmm. and if you don't identify with it, then it can be very like confusing and conflicting, mm-hmm. um, and you you can't feel like an outcast. <laughs> I can just say from the beginning, I do, I was raised in a predominantly white community. Um, But on the weekends, I was always surrounded by black people. I was just always surrounded by them. So there was a lot of culture that was happening. It was always surrounded by television, Mm. Uh, whether it was like comedy, like comedians on television. I remember really being introduced to comedy. That's why I love comedy. I, a lot of people tell me that I'm funny, but I think I just, my family's very funny. And, you are funny um, as hell, Jordan, like, for real. Um, I, I just was introduced to comedy at such a young age, but music has always been something that I've been very prideful in, in my blackness, mm-hmm. and that I've always been proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up on BET and MTV, so mm-hmm. I was able to see, like, both sides but I, I, but blackness felt very intimate to me. Like it was something that wasn't really talked about. It was very like familial, and like then I go to school, and then you know once I started hanging out with black kids, and it was it was like I was able to take the weekends to like a everyday thing. It was mm-hmm. like oh like now I'm in blackness every day. Yeah. Um, and then of course like I got to college and. Like I met you and I met other people that were more open-minded in blackness mm-hmm. because I I think I still felt like an outsider in blackness up until my adulthood um, until I realized like there are black people that are like me that, you know, like aren't necessarily like <laughs> completely induced in culture and still have asterisks of them that may seem white. I think the one moment when I felt uh, real pride in being black was definitely beyond the BT awards. BT awards were very big. <laughs> they like, were Destiny's Child, Beyonce for me was like, oh my god, because before that point, I had only seen white people, Christian Aguilera, Britney Spears, those people bring that eye. And mm-hmm. like Beyonce, I was so proud of her. Like she never made a mistake. She never missed a beat. Like, yeah. and of course she had all that pressure, but she always prevailed. I was like, damn, this girl don't stop. Yeah. But besides that, I definitely think it was Barack Obama for me because mm-hmm. I didn't know. I never thought it would happen. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. And my to see that. my white peers switch up, it let me know like, oh shit. And, I, and that's when I began to have a real pride right. in my blackness and a real journey in it. I think that's when I started to wake up. Yeah. When people started was like to 20, like switch. 2008. Up. It was 2000. 2008 is when he ran the first time. Yeah. I wasn't able to vote, but I was and able to vote the second time. So yeah. So yeah. When we had I think it was 2000. Yeah. I began to wake up and I was like, oh, people really don't like us because of our skin color. Like, 
Yeah, that was it not was, it was crazy. Just, you know what else woke me up to? The trial for Trayvon oh Martin's God, murder. Girl. I boo. That's when I started boo. feeling a bonding towards my people. That yes. Yeah. That's that's when I despite, started to feel that despite unity. Anything, despite you yes. counting me out, despite this or that. Yes. We're all black. Period. And that's just something that we carry. Yeah. We came into the world. We can't change it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just that's when I truly felt like that shit was devastating. I was I was I, I was heartbroken. I boohoo. And it like, kept happening after I, that. Yeah. And now I feel like we're just almost like immune to it. Like we know it's gonna be some some crap we know they're gonna get off for some bs reason and it's like i could not believe that the justice system was really that corrupt to let a complete murderer off yeah like the, i mean literally to, like trying to advertise and like sell his gun to yeah, be auctioned so to people sick. that he killed trayvon martin with that was so sick like how can this even happen it's like that the that video of that night in my house with my dad is like replaying in my head. Wow. Like even right now, like it was, it was so heartbreaking, and it was so like it was such a wake up call. It was like, oh, oh yeah, you black, bro. Yeah. Like yeah, that's you, that's your people. This how we treated, and now we gotta do something different. We gotta start speaking together. Yeah. And that's how I started to feel. Dang. But that that yeah. also I, it do something to you. It really yeah. do. And also. Going back to a lighter side of it, mm. I mean, this is very like small, but but I think again the music aspect, yeah, me going to like a concert and me going even to like a club and just being around black people, girl, and all of us vibing. Ain't to this no music, better feeling, boy. Ain't no better feeling than that a group like, of black people just vibing. Yeah, and let me tell you, I actually felt a joy in my spirit at the gym the other day. Mm. I go to a gym with nothing but black people. There's like one or two white people who trickle in. But it's really nothing but black people. They play our music. They go all the way in on us. They curse us out. They not saying that makes it okay. But they it's just like a whole <laughs> vibe like in there. And when I look around, it's like us like really pushing past like what our mind is telling us. So it's not just pushing past like this workout that we're doing that's like extremely hard and we're like out of breath yeah but we're still pushing it's like the people on the front are like pushing me to be better than i am now yeah like it's the people on the yeah it's like health yeah i think growing up like you're almost picked on for being healthy in the black yeah you're still and there (laughs) let's be real yeah there's still some people that are like girl i'm not eating that yeah you know but but there's definitely been more of a shift and more conversation on health and um Eating outside the box because I know like a lot of black people's like, look, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. or I'm not going without that. And there are a lot of black people who are making that change, and it's really beautiful just to see that, you know, just just for there to be different and like different views and different opinions, and us all still, you know, just there to be variety. It's been a journey. I, I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, it's still a journey. We still on a yeah. journey. Like you said, it's evolving like yeah. constantly. Like we're still growing into our blackness. But and that's what I, I can am, enjoy. Like, exactly. It's just like, oh wow, this is what I come from. It's yes. an honor, even though there's yes. so much pain and torment and it's you know. And I think that's what makes the honor more honorable. Yeah, that we have it. We've been through so much. And we still come out on top. 
no matter what they try to do, we still gonna come out on top. We still in one way or another. Exactly. Period. <laughs> Almost everybody in Olympus is black. For the USA, they're sickening. They're so sickening. Yes. Y'all, we got to we got to revisit that question. We are for real. We are, like we really are. Cause that's that's. A I good need a one. journal. I need a journal about yeah. it every day. I was literally thinking. I was like, damn, I need to make that a note in my phone. Like, girl, my little notes gonna become my diary, girl. I hope I don't ever lose your phone, girl. Okay, lose them. That no, I need to start locking them holes down. Yeah, people know all your. Teeth. That's my whole diary now. I put everything in my notes, bro. Passwords, yeah. everything. <laughs> and it's probably not For real. Not really the tea, but it's like how am I supposed to keep all these passwords? I know that's right, girl. I know you lying. It'd be like, ooh, child. Anyway, well, so, guys. Yeah. <laughs> It's been real. We got, we, yeah. We went in. Yeah, we did. Wow. Per <laughs> years, y'all know what it is. Another amazing episode with Queen Talk with AJ. Okay. So I mean, where else can you get these amazing vibes? Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> I think it's time for a live show. Imagine an audience sitting here, like, with us. Oh, wow. I think we're still trying to get to um, <laughs> YouTube and things of that nature, but you know. I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. <laughs> no, girl. Let's speak it. Speak it. Thank you so much for listening. It's been an amazing show. Have an amazing week. We love yeah. you guys. Yeah. And we out. Peace. Peace. Love and happiness. Oh, God. <laughs>